think this is a big win for Vin. I'm Sam. Just don't call me a slag. This is Jackie. The stock on the ball, bro! Business is down! I'm Justin, and this is Hobbs and Shaw on Stinker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Welcome to a field trip episode of Stinker Madness, where we go and see a movie at the theater sure. and uh, then do the same thing that we do when we don't go to a movie and see it at the theater. Uh, so there's that. I wouldn't be as worried about the bald guy bro stock market. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? What's that? I think that, you know, in uh, it takes three points to define a plane. Huh? And so this. Oh, like this you mean is, a geometric plane, yeah, not a exactly flying plane, or a metaphorical movie plane that's going to the starships, right? Uh, and without that third point, uh, yeah, no, man, I'm not giving up on the ball guy bro stock market yet. Well, it's down though. It's down. It's, down, it's sure. down at least one guy. Right, 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 right. We need. It takes all three of them. It takes all three of them. Jackie, uh, where are you at on the ball bro stock? I'm going to say that I didn't mind that Vin Diesel was not in the movie. Really? I would have, I not not to say that I would not have liked him to have some kind of cameo appearance there at the end, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but which would have been pretty cool. But I really did like Hobbs' sister, or um, Shaw's sister. Vanessa Kirby? Yeah. Vanessa Kirby. From the Mission Impossible movie that I didn't like very much. Oh, okay, cool. But I watched anyway because I don't like those movies. Yeah, I like her. I thought I thought she did a fine job of holding it all together. What was she holding together? Uh, two bald guys in a action films. Yeah, trying to maintain uh, clearly uh, differencing bald bros. They they didn't like each other. They don't want to work together. You know, she had to wrangle them. She was a she was a bald bro wrangler. Yeah, which is like, never mind. I'd gonna... like to wrangle some bald bros on that yeah, show. I was gonna make a ball joke <laughs> bald balls bald bro balls bald uh i also thought that it was interesting that um uh basically the entire fran- fast franchise was kind of ignored you would think that at some point they would have referenced like well, should we call in the team no this is a small job and they never did it was like they didn't exist no and it was yeah this is a small job the world is about to be destroyed by a super virus. And uh, by the way, you have to fight a super villain that doesn't exist in real life. But this is supposed to be real life. You mean like a comic book style super villain? Yeah. Yeah, an actual Lex Luthor. Not type even guy. Lex like fucking. He's the Evil Wizard of Superman. Oz. He's the Wizard of Oz. He's the Wizard of Oz head. 
What? What? What are you freaking talking about? Yeah, the villain in this is. It reminded me of the Wizard of Oz because you never see him, right? It's oh, just I'm, a talking about head. A Driz, oh yeah. I'm talking about a yeah. Driz Elba. Idris Elba. He's actually superhuman. Yes. Oh. They oh, have I... to fight a cyborg. They have to fight the Terminator, and he's also better because he's not just a robot. He's a Driz Elba Terminator. Well, they do say Terminator in the movie. They do acknowledge that he is some kind of weird Terminator. Yeah, and he references himself as a black Superman. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it, it's weird to me that this franchise has because we've been saying that Vin Diesel or uh, Dominic Toretto is a superhero. Yeah, he's got superpowers since like Fast Five. We've been saying that and being really good at driving Dodge Chargers is not a superpower. No, he literally is impervious to damage. Yeah. in six was it five that he hits the windshield? Uh, on the bridge? Uh, y y no, I think that's six. Okay. Because uh, that's superhuman. And then, yeah, using a car to break your fall is uh, is superhuman. Because I thought that wasn't, you know, that's in six. And then he feigns death in six at the end, too. Right. A building falls on him. Yeah. And he just needs to remember the power of love, and then he's alive again. Right, right, right. So right. he's quite superhuman. And then this one, it's like, there's things going on where. The, this franchise doesn't know where it's at right now, and people are making demands. I think they know exactly where they're at right now. Right now. Right now. Right Maybe now? Maybe not before. Yeah. Right now they know where they're at, because this thing isn't going to make any money. Uh, what? I thought it was I thought it was killing it. Nope. Okay. It's, well, that, but before you go down that road, sure. I want to finish the superhero thing, because as I was saying, we've been saying that Vin Diesel, or Dominic Toretto is a superhero for years, but the films no, weren't necessarily doing that. They were just stupid. Yeah. Now... Hobbs and Shaw is 100% an MCU film. This is a comic book movie, 100% through and through. Everybody's got superpowers. Yes. Everybody's a supervillain. Like, and it's not even, like, cared about. It's not like, oh, yeah, Dominic Toretto's just really tough. No, there's, there's, yeah, we he's a supervillain. Yeah. Uh, he's got a motorcycle that's probably more useful than the, uh, the Iron Man suit. It's a uh, where transformer. Did he, where did he get that? No, we're not going to worry about that. Um, why is he a cyborg? Oh, we're not going to worry about that. Um, why is he impervious to bullets? Nah, don't worry about that. He just is. Uh, it's so comic booky. Like, and I'm not saying like good comic booky. Sure. I mean, maybe it's more like a DC movie. It's just it's thrown away the rules of reality completely. Hobbs grabs a man, and. Well, a car is, he's in a car that's going about 80, mm -hmm. just grabs a guy by the neck who's holding right. still, right. and then smashes him into a wall with his arm. Right. That's that's not possible by humans. I don't even know if Captain America could do that. No. Maybe like, only the Hulk or Thor, Thor could do can that. do that. Thor Spider Man could probably do it. Maybe, I don't know. He's pretty strong. He's pretty strong, but man, that's Wonder a lot Woman of, could totally do it. Wonder oh, Woman could she, do it. She, they wouldn't even fought. They would have been like, God, you are hot. Let's just forget this stuff. Villainy. Blech. Blech. Who needs it? <laughs> Would you like to go for a drink? Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? Um, what do you got on this movie, Sam? Well, I'm going to start at the beginning. Oh, no. This will take forever. No, it won't because it's only half a page because there's really not that much to talk about. Yeah, but In you're the really, beginning. You were a really slow talker, though. So Okay. In the beginning. <laughs> right. Sometime in the early 80s or the late 90s, Chad Stileski and David Leach got into a karate fight with each other. Okay. Because they were both martial arts instructors and they were touring in the they were competitive uh martial arts fighters and they okay. fought each other so they LA. weren't touring together like no. hey buddy 
the, the how's their bald bro stock? Are they doing pretty good? They both have hair. Okay, so they uh, clearly are going to end up hating each other, thus leading to a karate fight. One of the really interesting things about these two guys is you. there's always the funny, like, you're awful pretty for a stuntman. These guys are both like, dude, you boys are awful pretty for stuntman. <laughs> like, really? You must be terrible actors. Right. I just have no idea. Chad Seleski's better looking like... He's got like this steely gaze like, you're not an actor? What? <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, Staheleski, uh was friends with Brandon Lee. He ended up being the double that finished The Crow. Okay. Uh, he was... They... After they get into this karate fight with each other competitively, they become friends. Uh, Staheleski's getting into being a stuntman. Who, Who won? I don't know. Okay. All right. Not they probably fought each other more than once. To the death. And... Uh, now they're both dead. They became stuntmen. And Staheleski was uh, Keanu Reeves' stunt double on The Matrix. Okay. And they become friends. He was the bad CGI guy, right? Nope, that's Revolutions. Oh, okay. Leach okay. wasn't on The Matrix trilogy all the way. He did two and three as a stuntman. Yeah. But Staheleski was Keanu's stunt double the whole time. Okay. Not the computer. <laughs> and after that works out, they kind of start their own production company that's like a stunt-themed, like, we can deliver you... The stunts and the karate, and it kind of becomes its own thing where they get hired and to the point where they're doing second unit direction on some of the pictures they're working on. Uh-huh. And uh, then they fucking hit it. They they go out and they're going to do it. They need some help because Keanu Reeves is the greatest dude on the planet. He's like, oh, yeah, bros, I'll make your movie with you. It's John Wick. The two of them direct it. Nice. Very fucking good, very good movie. Awesome. Yeah, very good movie. Uh, then they don't need to co-direct anymore, so Staleski stays with the John Wick stuff. And then Leach does Atomic Blonde, which mm-hmm. does well enough that right. he gets Deadpool 2, which kills it, which is why he gets this movie. Okay, okay, all right. And that's why... We are caught up, I think. We're here. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, the rest of what's going on here is that we've been talking about, like, I guess there's, there's trouble at the Warner lot. Vin's getting pushed out. Right, right. The Rock and uh, and Vin are actually butting heads. Butting heads. Bald Somebody's head. butting heads, and there's power struggles. And Neil H. Moritz did not produce this film. Okay, that's the first one. All right, he didn't do. Okay, uh, and Vin Diesel kept his producer credit. And this is a power play on the franchise by everybody that's involved with this one, mm. and they fucking lost. Okay, why why are you saying lost? Because it's been number one for three weeks in a row. It's only made 131 million domestically. Against what? Well, it's Probably one of those bullshit things where they say it needs to make 600 million. Right. It's this block, right? Right. This block for Warner Brothers is their big movie. So the big movie of each studio's block, they say needs to make 600 million to, to break even, which secretly means make money. Right. right. Um because <laughs> they've got interesting ideas about how mathematics work True. in Hollywood. Yeah. Uh but by the expectation that this would make a billion dollars, it is not going to get It is it. not even going to. Are you crazy? Are you nuts? A billion out of a freaking. No, not a chance. This block Come made a billion dollars the last four years. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. This was supposed to make a billion dollars. No, not, not going to happen. It's not even going to. It no. might make 500. Yeah, never was going to happen. No. But that's. Uh, the power struggle there is over. I don't think Neil Moritz is coming back because he's probably got a sour taste in his mouth. Mm hmm. And Vin Diesel got pushed so far out that he's doing a superhero movie right now. Right. So depending on how that goes, we shall see where the fasts end up. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with them 
exploring this idea of a, of a spinoff. I sure. think it's a great idea. But thinking that it's going to do exceed your bread and butter thing that you have been doing for five movies now that kills it and doesn't cost a lot of money and everybody loves them. Um, they put on, this in man. the same block as Jurassic Park. Right. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I don't know what you two are talking about. It's not it, Jackie. I know you had a really good you time. Loved They're it. not even close. Yeah, to I the did. Fast I loved it. I you, loved it. You loved it. And if you, do you have about six hundred million dollars that you could hand them for loving it that much? Because that's what they need instead of you loving it. They need about six hundred mil. If you got that and you love it that much, go ahead and give it down there to those boys at Universal. I got ten bucks. There you go. Shit. Yeah, and you are on an island of loving it. The fans do not. I, yeah. I it's, like it. They all just are like, yeah, it was okay. It was just okay. But are you fucking kidding me? A billion dollars? That's insane. Uh, men in ties. Um, what else you got, Sam? Anything interesting? That's about the same. What about, uh, what about, uh, what's her name? Uh, the Vanessa sister. Kirby? Vanessa Kirby. What's her, what's her what's story? What's her deal? Yeah. She's the one that Tom Cruise had a boner for last time and she got in that. And I don't know. Like, what is her deal? She's a model, obviously. You know why she's in this? No. Because she's. <laughs> Gonna be in the shot with him without having to stand on a box. Okay, okay. okay. She's like 5'10", so right. she gets to, like... You can have all three of these people in the same shot. Yeah, right. Moving. she's tall enough. Yeah. And so she's tall enough. And she's interesting looking, right? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. unique. Um, but I'm not gonna, like, go, well, this is the knockout for all times. Like, she isn't, like, your... Abby Cornish. Frat boy jack-off hot. Oh, oh, you mean, like, a Pamela Anderson or something? Yeah. Yeah, no, not even... No, she's unique. She's, she's unique. Yeah, she's, she's pretty. She's pretty, for sure. I like her. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, you saw her with an average dude. You'd be like, yeah, that's about right. Yeah, maybe. Uh, she also had a lot of makeup on, which added to her distinctive visuals. Uh, her hair is not really blonde. Right. So I wonder, like, she might look totally different with without all the her elaborate makeup on that sure. they put on for this movie. So I don't know. Um but so just a Tom Cruise movie. Just a Well she's been on some other stuff but she was okay. a model first yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um we ready to dive into this? Yep. Um so it's it basically this the the movie does one thing very well. It dives right into the goddamn plot. And what that is is there's a virus called the snowflake virus. Uh-huh and it's icky. Uh, it's a bad thing. Uh, it, it's going to kill off the weak. It, well, it's going to make your insides melt. It's going to be a bad deal, and we're not going to really talk about it a whole lot. Yeah. In the movie, we're like, yeah, this is the worst thing ever. Going to die. Everybody's going to be Everybody's going to be dead. It's a biological weapon, essentially, if it yeah. gets in the wrong hands. So MI6 is transporting it to a safe location uh, from where? I don't even know. Another different yeah, place. Yeah, how they even got their hands on it because it's made by the guys who just now show up to steal it. Maybe it's a double Dutch door uh, heist mm. that we didn't get to see where MI6 steals it from them and then we only see it getting stolen back. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. This was all really confusing because I thought the bad guys were in the truck. Right. And <laughs> and that MI6 came in to steal it, but then there's this other crew that comes in to steal it. But yeah. then later on in the movie, that third crew that comes in says that they own it because they own the scientists who made it in their labs. Correct. This company called Eton. Eton. Something so I like that. I think what happens here then is that 
these evil people make a super virus and it's in their possession and they say, you know what, boys, spin this around the lap, spin this around the yard for a couple laps. Okay. And uh, maybe MI6 will try to steal it from us. Which they do. And then we can steal it back from them. Okay. And then somebody's like, why don't we just release the virus into the air? Or like, wasn't that the master plan? It's like, no, we got to take a couple laps first. Or threaten, ah, oh, we're going to do this with the virus. I I guess they do. It's not It's not a like a, a hostage where we've got the super weapon, give us all the cash. They do want to release this out into the air because they're this cult of uh, superior humans yes. who are going to cull the planet. They're pulling a Thanos. I yeah, mean, they're, they're pulling just, a Thanos. It's just Earth-based Thanos. Yeah. Uh, to to kill all the weak, which I don't know how this virus only affects weak people. And because she, uh, 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 Hobbs' sister, gets injected with it. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. And she appears to be quite strong, but yeah. she's going to be infected by it. So no. like, come on, guys. So <laughs> on the heist end of things, the MI6 is like, boy, I hope they spin this virus around the yard for a couple laps. Maybe we can steal it then. Also, I guess we know that you could inject yourself with this virus and then you have like 36 Four, hours, hours 72 yeah. hours to because it's in like a time release like capsule. a gel cap yeah like like yeah. like yeah. uh like, like a meprazole yeah a <laughs> because after this thing goes south on everybody it doesn't even go north on the second team of heisters or the security this goes bad for everybody involved right and we just see these like a suitcase with a virus in it that you can stab yourself with. And she's like, I'll do that. Right. Because she beats the shit out of everybody that comes in to steal it, except for one thing. A gentleman by the name of Brixton Lore is his name. That's interesting. Elvis character. (laughs) I didn't know that. (laughs) Brixton Lore. I I thought I caught the Brixton thing. I thought it was his last name when he was just one of those guys that you call by their last name. But. Yeah. Lore is his last Lore, name? Lore, yeah. Mm. Huh. Yeah, I don't know about this one. <laughs> but as we said, he is cybernetically modified. He's basically Cyborg from the DCU. Uh, and he, Superman. Yeah, and so, yeah, because he's got, like, contact lenses or his eyeballs have been replaced or something, and they've got computers in him that can then uh, predict what an opponent is going to do to you and how to react to that based off a problem. It's an algorithm for fighting. It makes you super speeded. He's a Terminator, but he's still a man, kind of. Sort of. Yeah. He's more machine now than man, though. Yes. Twisted and evil. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) He uh, also has a suit that is impervious to bullets. Uh, it doesn't even, it's not even bullet resistant. They just ping off of him and he doesn't even feel him. Like there's no, like if you get shot with a bulletproof vest, it's going to hurt your, yeah. there's a, a equal and opposite uh, Newton's what third law or whatever. Uh, this is the, uh, yeah. chain link metal from, uh, the Hobbit. Oh, you mean Mithril. Mithril, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's totally, what this it is. It totally is. Except for when Frodo gets stabbed, he goes flying across the room. Well, Brixton Lore's like, <laughs> See, I think what it is is that if he didn't have his super suit on, mm-hmm. getting shot, the bullets would still go into him. Right. But they just wouldn't hurt that bad. But enough of them would damage him that he might get dead. 
So this suit makes it to where they don't go in, uh-huh. and he's just tough enough that getting hit by a bullet isn't really a big deal to him. There's, yeah, there's no impact. If it doesn't him. stick, it just bounces. Off. It's fine. I just need this so they bounce off. They don't oh. actually hurt me. And it's but uh, too many of them might kill me. And he's a motorcyclist, so maybe it's also like uh, rider safety. <laughs> he or, took a class and yeah. was like, uh, you know, you got to go head toe. He's a boss. First from every video game that's out right now or you just stand there and shoot him with a million bullets until he's dead. He's a bullet sponge. He's a bullet sponge. Right. right and right. with this thing on, he, he he's not even a bullet sponge. He's you just they just bounce off. Yeah, he's safe and cool. So she um unless they shoot him in the face. Yeah, right. His face does <laughs> appear to be quite Do and not she's probably a really good shot. Fight John Wick. Yeah, right. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um the choreograph uh, the choreography, the fight choreography for this first shot, uh, this first section of the movie, mm-hmm. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, it looks good. This is what you get it's exciting with uh, David Leach. Yes, yeah. that's the one thing. Like, if he fucked up everything else, the one thing he ain't gonna fuck up is the karate fights. Right. Yeah, the fighting in this movie was really good throughout. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, it was. It was pretty uh, fast paced. Very. Uh, it, it's a lot like that scene where um, uh, Deckard Shaw breaks out of the prison in uh, Seven. I believe. Yes. Lots of jumping and kicking and, and bouncing off this and the that's and using the environment as a, uh, a a weapon around you as well. And also that beyond that angles and cuts, angles and it cuts is all pretty important. Tight. Yeah. His fight scenes are tight shit. Yeah. Also good editing. Yeah. So let's go to the next one. Okay. So anyway, she injects herself with this thing uh, because uh, he's going to clearly get it. He's, he's superhuman. And so she's got it in her body. She gets away, and he's like, oh, well, fuck you. You're going to be identified as a traitor. I'm going to call this in, pretend I'm one of these dead dudes, and be like, oh, she stole the drugs, and then die. And yeah. so now MI6 thinks that she's a rogue agent. Because the people that could have spread the virus into the air at any moment mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. done what they were willing to do can also just influence the world in any way. Yes, they're marketing geniuses. They yeah. have control of all the news media. Right. They are able to use yeah, spread the, false they're information. They're the Illuminati. They're the Illuminati. Yeah. They have the power to do what they want whenever they can and whenever they wish to, and they choose instead to fuck around with these two. Right. <laughs> Correct. Yep, yep, yep. That's how that goes. Uh, maybe they should work for Universal because it sounds like they're on the same page. Hey-o. Um, so... Lou Cobbs and Deckard Shaw. I loved this part. Split screen uh, introduction. To I liked their this lives. Part too. Yeah, yeah, their lives. Their their parallels. Their slightly different lifestyles, but almost the exact same. Hobbs is taking up an entire bed by himself, mm-hmm. whereas Deckard Shaw has a beautiful woman in his bed right. with silk sheets. They wake up at the same time, which doesn't make sense because they're on opposite sides of the planet. <laughs> um, they both have breakfast. Uh, Hobbs is all health. Shaw goes and gets a, a pint at the pub. Yeah. Uh, well, he has an omelet. Very yeah. well-spiced omelet. Right. Yes. Well. Yeah. And whereas Hobbs is just cracking the eggs into a blender with a bunch of other oh, shit he doesn't and just even drinks it. Blend them. He just puts them in a glass and drinks it. Yeah. He yeah. just drinks nine eggs for breakfast yeah. and walks out the door. <laughs> cool hand Hobbs, as it were. Get it? Cool hand Luke. He had a yeah, dozen I, eggs. Uh, they were hard-boiled. <laughs> I, I was to reach even yeah. even for you. You know what? His, his first name is Luke. That is true. <laughs> I guess it wasn't as much of a reach as I thought. It might have been intentional. Um, so 
eventually they go on about their adventuring business because they just are, uh, you know, they put on their shoe, suit and tie in the morning and kiss their wife goodbye and go outside, get in their car, and then have adventures. That's yeah. their job is adventuring. Well, they're adventuring. both going to go hit up different contacts that mm-hmm. have possible information about this virus. Right. And one's in London and one's in the States. And they're and this I loved because it the it showcased how very different they are in their fighting techniques, right? Mm-hmm. And I loved how uh the the one scene where uh Shaw drops drops the knife, picks it up and then catches it in his other hand and stabs all, uh, the guy. All uh Game of Thrones. Right. Or maybe it's the wine bottle or yeah, the champagne yeah, bottle the that bottle, he's got. Yeah, right. And Hobbs has the knife. Mm-hmm. And he just lets it fall into the guy's foot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I just thought that was so damn funny. Yeah. There's a, a one of the things that does work is Leach does a great job juxtaposing the two, mm-hmm. and then stylistically doing it as well. Right. Those sequences are all fun. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, and he does it several times. Right. And it's great. Yeah. Um. So they now know about the virus. They Hobbs knows that Hattie is the one that's got it. His sister, or I mean, Shaw knows this, whereas uh, Hobbs is just trying to go and save the world again via the CIA recruiting him with Ryan Reynolds. Also, Ryan Reynolds has confirmed that he's ready to be in the sequel to this. I don't see why not. He was wonderful. (laughs) And I hate him. Yeah. Well, it doesn't (laughs) matter, but that's like, man... You can't be more you than you all the time, can you? I know. This thing is eating shit, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm already in on the sequel. Yeah. Like, They're not making it, you dickhead. <laughs> I personally like that his character had the same tattoo as Hobbes. Right. And, you know, he's like, we're best friends. Yeah. This is my piece of the necklace. And uh-huh. There is no other piece. <laughs> I know. And he's like, no, we are not best friends. <laughs> and the daughter's, like, looking at him like, go to hell, dude. Uh, And so they are now are working the same case for different reasons while not knowing that each other is involved. Uh, Deckard goes to find her um, at her apartment. There's not, she's not there. Oh, no, wait, you got to back up. Cause they What's haven't, that? they haven't split up at this point. They've both been recruited. They, they've and never, then, they've never, and then not, it takes that montage and it brings them back into headquarters together. And, and they start hauling insults at each other. I believe that you would say wanker. And the other guy's like, I believe you would call that a shithead. They do the look oh, yeah, straight at the camera. Yeah. Look, this is the other fun where, like, the, this is the first time that he, it's like in the filmmaking that works where the juxtaposition has been also visually brought into the same room. And now they're staring at you as if you're each one of them. And they're yelling their insults at each other directly into the camera. And that was fun, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then they're like, I'm going to find her first. Fuck you. And then Hobbs goes out and goes, hey, pull up all the CV cameras. And the kid's like, we already did that. And he's like, am I talking to you, son? You do what I fucking tell you. <laughs> so they do. They He goes, as I said earlier, Decker Shaw goes to her place. She's not there. There's guys. There's mans there, though, that yeah. he can fight. Yeah. Whereas Hobbs does find her in an alleyway. And then she proceeds to beat the shit out of him. Yeah, he approaches it poorly. He's like, oh, I'll just... Uh do the thing where I keep you at arm's length and right. about halfway through he's like nope you are kicking me in the head yeah, and I, I do not like it I need to <laughs> I need to uh, just pick you up I have I have misjudged you. this right. he does pick her up with one arm and that was really funny yes. and you can tell that was really both of them and right. they had a nice time with it right so he Hobbs gets her brings her back to the CIA bullshit room wherever 
and uh, is interrogating her. Shaw, I guess, has sister sense because he just goes back to this place as well and is like, well, I'll see if she's there. Sure enough, she is. She is breaking out as they're, again, calling each other dickheads. Uh Uh, And uh, that's all interrupted because Brixton... uh, comes flying in via like SWAT style, rappelling through the window with yeah. some sort of bomb that like like a sonic bomb that yeah, knocks there's her a out. Sonic blast that blows all the glass out right. and it knocks everybody down. Uh-huh. And then he just floats in because he can float. Right. Yeah. Oh. Did he float? <laughs> he, I, I he think was tied that up. they tried yeah. to give us a little snippet of some visual explanation as to why he's going to be in this shot. But he pretty much just floats in. It, he was tied, but the physics of him, his entrance, do not match up. Somebody yeah. repelling. It's seriously. Oh. <laughs> um, so he nabs her, which again, why did you use the sonic bomb if your whole goal is to release the virus? Just blow her up. She's dead. It's out in the air. Right now at the secret evil base. Right. Pete is talking to Steve uh-huh. and Pete's like, why don't we just make more of this? It's like, right? Oh, <laughs> you know what? Well, shit. I kind of want to see how this cyborg versus the bald guys is going to work out first. <laughs> if it doesn't, we'll just make more. Right. Yeah. And, the, and in the meantime, the all omnipotent Oz head is like, hey, Steve and Pete, you guys want to go for a drink? And they're like, oh, we're busy. But. <laughs> <laughs> Because nobody wants to go out with a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> that's, They're like, that's put me on the table the, so I can hang out with you yeah. guys. There's not a person behind the spooky voice. It's just a computer microphone. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's just like a six year old. I'm, I'm getting mad fucked up, bros. I'm mad fucked up. <laughs> Hammy, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, mom. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So they've got her. Uh, they're jumping down the building. Uh, Hobbs is like, okay, well, I got to take these guys out. So he just leaps out the window and starts dive tackling guys midair as they're repelling. Well, Shaw says that he's going to jump too. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Hobbs jumps and then Shaw runs to an elevator and starts going down. He like breaks the elevator and then will later make the elevator stop by means of being a cool guy. Whereas Hobbs is just falling a hundred stories because he knows that even if it doesn't work out, this isn't the sort of thing that's going to kill him. Yeah, right. yeah, and I like he doesn't that he even give two shits. He's like, "Yep, I'm out." Woo! <laughs> and I like that when he catches when Hobbs or when Shaw catches up to him on the side of the building, he flips Shaw off. Uh-huh. Shaw's like, mm, "What are you gonna do?" Yeah, and then right. he's like, "Oh yeah, well, yeah." And then he starts slamming one of the repelling villains into the side of the elevator. <laughs> as a, he's like, "Oh, you want to flip me off? I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna kill this guy on your glass." Why do you like that? How do you like that, bro? <laughs> I'm like, putting you on blast. Meanwhile, this guy's like, this man is smashing me to death out of vendetta for someone else? What the fuck? He's putting my face on glass blast. <laughs> um, so they who eventually reach the ground. They get Hattie back uh, by uh, kind of smashing a truck against Brixton. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a roundabout way. Yeah. Shoot him with some bullets. That doesn't work. Can't punch him. That doesn't work. So they hit him with like so a they van. Smash him with a truck. They blow it up with a grenade so that it yeah. flips over on top of right. him. Yeah. So they can get away in the McLaren. Right. Yeah. Yep. Which leads to a car chase scene, of course. Which then leads to 80 miles an hour grabbing a man by the neck and slamming him into the wall with one arm. Um, 
you know, I've never driven a McLaren before. <laughs> Just to put that out there, a uh, uh-huh. little uh, disclaimer. Um, can the rock fit in one? I don't period? know. Whether there's anybody else in the car or not. I kind of don't think he can. I don't, I don't think, think he can. Because they're made for small people. Right. They're He's huge. <laughs> yeah. And that was what kind of amazed me about this is like they had one interior shot where everybody's obviously, you know, she's probably sitting on his arm or something. Well, here's the other thing is in the, in, uh, I, I have driven McLarens in, in fake video games. Sure. And those consoles are littered with buttons. You cannot just sit on a console like you used to be able to go three wide and just, you know, your mom's Mercury Sable or something. You're going to be smashing yep. like, oh, I've just engaged launch control. Yeah, no. Great. The whole time that they're driving and she's sitting on the dash, Decker will be going, oh, you've just engaged sport mode. Now right. it's off. I think you just turned off two of the cylinders. Yeah, Wait, right. what is going on? Don't move your ass. You just keep turning two cylinders off. Why would they put the windshield wiper button on the console? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a little, again, like, um, I don't three know people, about this. Three people definitely don't fit right. in, but I'm pretty sure that one rock doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so they, uh, they get away, um, after doing so, my, probably my favorite part of the whole movie is this sequence with Brixton chasing them on his Tony Stark motorcycle. The bat bike or whatever it is. This thing is insane. His motorcycle. It is really, actually... This is where this movie lost me. The motorcycle? The the motorcycle transforming. I was like, oh, that's dumb. It's super stupid. And it's like, this is something that you can't, and you always use the term pay it off when you see something at the end, but the other term is pay for. You don't have the fucking currency to the viewer to pay for having a transformer in your movie. And it makes transformer sounds too. It doesn't make vroom vroom sounds. It makes well, I think it was supposed to be an electric bike by Triumph. But electric I, motorcycles don't go. They don't transform, Jackie. And they don't. Are, they're also not transformers. What are you saying, Sam? <laughs> you were like, you saw that. I was like, I need to get one of those new Triumph Transformer bikes. That thing's cool. Oh, I'll take the bumblebee, please. Um, yeah, no. He, at one point, he slides it underneath a semi truck, and. The whole thing just completely flattens against the ground. It looks so silly. Right, but he's hooky bobbing right. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the back of the seat right. so that he can get underneath the truck, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm pretty sure that you are you don't have any shoes anymore. Yeah, well, he's got a bulletproof Su- body suit. Yeah. His superpowers. Ex- <laughs> he's got super suit, too. Yeah, right, right. And that's what I didn't like about the motorcycle is that it lost me instantaneously right there because I was like, the spirit of this fucking franchise is you do super things with normal cars yeah, and normal that's bikes. Point. That's a good point. Except for that one time where uh, Deckard Shaw's brother, what was his name, uh, had that super car that oh, had superpowers. that guy they don't talk about yeah, at all right, in this right, movie? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who should be like kind of a thing that they would talk about? <laughs> yeah. Luke Williams is like, I guess I'm not getting that paycheck. Or yeah. Luke Evans. That yeah, was Luke the Evans. Guy. I, he did he die? I don't even remember. That's the thing. I can't even tell get, you if he died. There's a reference to a dead brother later in this movie, but it doesn't appear to be whatever his name was. Ah. I don't know. Because he was in the last one. He helps get the baby in the plane. Because <laughs> <laughs> that sentence is good. He helps get the baby in the plane. He's got to get. Oh, God damn it. I forgot about that. He stole the baby from the daikini. Yeah. <laughs> a Jesus baby. Christ. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even know. Whatever. Yeah. Most importantly, when you first see the super suit that Brixton's got on, mm-hmm. 
you kind of wonder at this point with the motorcycle and everything, how does he get it off to poop? Right. Oh, man. I don't, no, I don't think he poops. He doesn't poop yeah, anymore. he doesn't poop anymore. We saw inside his back later on. Later on in the movie, they're going to open him up, and he's pretty much all robot, so he doesn't poop. Yeah, he doesn't poop. Well, we never see him eat anything either. He, he does have a butt still because that's where the cord goes to plug him in. Can juice him up the butt. <laughs> The up the butt plug, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which the only it's the only place you can fit a you know a, a two twenty on a human, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna plug him in like a dryer. Yeah, and you wouldn't want the uh, the prong or the outlet to get wet because that would from be from butt juice. A, no, that, that would you... be an Achilles heel. You spray him with a spray ball, it'd only be like, eh, and then he would short out. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, so yeah. you would have to have it like somewhere like that, where you know the enemy couldn't squirt you in the asshole. Still, <laughs> your superpowers are like, well, you're not so fucking tough now, huh? I sprayed you in the he asshole. He literally has buns of steel. Yeah, he's like little little known fact: the enemy the enemy never goes for the butt, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're a uh, the dictator of Syria. Then they go straight for the butt. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Gaddafi! Um, so anyways, the what I like about this sequence, though, is how they get rid of him. Is at one point, Deckard flips a bitch in the McLaren, surprising Brixton, who uses the front of the car as a ramp and goes shooting through a double-decker bus. Yeah. Just blasts out the side of a double-decker bus because he's essentially a tank man. And yeah, I thought that ball. was cool. Yeah. I did like what was happening with the McLaren here. I just didn't like that that motorcycle transformed. And I liked this sort of shot that they put together in post and in real life where you never know what was there and what wasn't or if there was even a car, but it looked really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, So they are now wanted by everybody because they're on the news. So uh, Right, because the Illuminati have put right. them up as traitors. Right, right, right. So they got to they got to go a little co- more covert. Um, but they do locate the the guy who synthesized the virus, uh, Professor Andraco, um, and he informs them that to prevent Snowflake from eradicating humanity, Hattie has to either be killed or use an extraction device, which is located within the Eaton factory in Ukraine. So let's light her ass on fire right now. We got to really burn her body. She's got to be really dead, dude. Really hot. Or we go and pull a heist. Heisting. Heisting. Yeah. So they call Danny Ocean, and he does it for them, and the movie's over. There's some jazz. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of palling around, and everybody likes that part. Right. Uh, that was my favorite part was the Danny Ocean sequence <laughs> yeah. that uh, finished the movie. Because pretty much from here on out, I don't like anything that happens in this movie. Yeah. How can you say that when they get their fake IDs and they go through the airport security and what, what did they name uh, Hobbs? Uh, a little cock. Yeah, uh, Mike, 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 Mike Ox, his name is Mike Oxmall. Yeah, Michael Oxmall. So <laughs> abbreviated, it's Mike Oxmall. Mike Oxmall. <laughs> I go by Michael. <laughs> and then, you know, he's he's like. Then uh, Shaw actually puts on there that he's wanted for trying to smuggle so that they have to do a body cavity search mm-hmm, on him. Mm-hmm. And he makes it onto the plane and he's just totally smiling. He's like, unlike you, I'm nice to people. People like me. I have friends. Right. And he's also wearing a velour jogging suit that's eight sizes too small. <laughs> and it's really funny. Yeah, he looks pretty silly. Yeah. So now they have arrived in Moscow. Oh, but wait. What? What about Kevin Hart? Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's right. Kevin yeah. Hart. Kevin Hart. 
And you're like, what? Are you you you're joking, right? Yeah, Kevin Hart's the air marshal on the plane while and figures out that they're tough guys, bald bros, while because they're slinging hot action talk at each other. And he's like, oh, I know, I can I can sense action guys around me. Well, and they're talking about uh, Shaw's sister. He's like, don't you touch my sister. And right. he's like, if your sister wants to climb this mountain of a man, yeah. I'm going to let her do it over yeah. and over. That was pretty funny. This was actually sort of a bit of a turn for his character, who is like white cowboy. Who? Uh, Luke Hobbs is so pure that throughout this film series, mm-hmm. you didn't think that he had sex for pleasure. He only did it so that he could have the joy of a child. Right. But now he's like, oh, no, I will get down on that. Either I am human and I will I will I will get all over that ass. <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin Hart is now wanting to join the team and they have no interest in it. But he does mention that because he's an air marshal, he can get his hands on whatever flying device you want. A10 Warthog. I can do that. Choppers. Please. B-252 Stealth? You know it. Like, no, I don't think Air Marshals can do that. (laughs) No, they can't do any of the things he's talking about. And he claims to have been former Delta Force, but he fucked his way up onto a fart box is what he basically (laughs) said. (laughs) Uh, I liked the Kevin Hart sequence. I actually thought it was pretty good. It was a surprise to me that it worked out as well. There was like a number of surprises where I was like, oh, no, you can't do this shit. And I was like, no, that actually worked. I thought the same thing about Ryan. When Ryan Reynolds showed up, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going to oh, fucking brother. blow. Yeah. And I'm like, nope, that worked. And Kevin Hart worked too. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like everybody worked except for the two main guys. Except those <laughs> oh, two. You watch your mouth. I thought those two did great. Uh, we'll get to that at the end. Um, so now they're in Moscow. They have formulated a plan to break into this ultra high security facility and get the extraction device with the help of um, a booby lady uh, who also has access to fighter jets. She's like got whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She's, She's like the Shaw of Russia. The Shaw of Russia. Like the Deckard Shaw of Russia? Yeah. Or like the Maharasha of Russia? No, the <laughs> no, Deckard Shaw. Of- She's like the Deckard Shaw's brother that we're not going to talk about in this movie. Right. <laughs> he was the guy that had all that shit. And I'm like, wait, when did you get this from your brother? Is he dead? I don't remember. I guess uh, there was a baby. Well, hold on. D- um, does Luke Evans have uh, massive titties? Oh, no. Oh, well, no. then we need to get her. Uh, yeah, Leo, that's d- true. Forget Luke Evans. Uh, we've got we've got this massive titty lady. Yeah. <laughs> She's in there robbing mafia guys. Uh-huh, uh-huh. In their mansion. She's got them all strung up. So you know she's a badass. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that she's wearing lingerie. But not badass enough to join the team. But then she also has everything specifically that they will need for their mission. Correct. <laughs> and she pulls out this really long list. So in order for them to break in, they have to split up for a second. And we get the rock fighting one giant guy that goes very quickly and Deckard Shaw having to fight, like, a bunch of little guys. Uh, they break into the facility. They plant a bomb. They've got thir- 45 minutes or something like that to get uh, the extraction device and get out of there. Um, why they bring her, I don't know. Oh, I guess she's the, the, she's the Mick Jagger. Yeah, she's the Mick Jagger. So, boob she's lady, distraction. Russian yeah. boob lady, mm-hmm. gives her to Brixton. Right, right. And this is also so the point. So they can get to the machine. Where the scientist that made the vice the virus has been stolen back by the people. Correct. So Pete was like, oh, I remember why we didn't make more. That guy got stolen. And then Steve's like, oh, no, he's back. Yeah, we stole him. Oh, he's back in the lab. What is he doing? Well, he's not making more. Right. 
Hi guys, this is Oz. Uh, are you guys talking about the scientist we guys, just stole? You guys want to go to the pub and get mad fucked up? I, I, I get so mad fucked up when we go down there. It's, like, it's crazy mad. I'm pretty sure our boss is a six-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so they do. They bust in. They uh, distract just enough. They get captured and zapped quite a bit. But she comes in. They free themselves and start kicking ass. Um, which ends in the professor guy just standing there with a flamethrower and Brixton just walks right up to him and snaps his neck. Like, yeah, oh, we just want to close that plot. <laughs> like maybe he got quite a few guys though. Before he did, he, but he maybe died. they should have like been like, let's get the professor out of here too. Yeah. And then he's like, Steve, that was the guy that could make more. Why did he just do that? <laughs> That was the only guy that can make more. What is he doing? It Brixton, was, I told you not to kill that guy. His death scene was so, so like an afterthought. Like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah, dude, we totally didn't close him out at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, okay, go back and reshoot and just snap just his neck. snap him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was so dumb. Um, but they get away. Uh, they blow up the factory. Brixton's chasing after him on his bullshit bike. And I think they drop a cooling tower on him. And he's okay. Yeah, it's like a whole building. Yeah, but they're at like some sort of nuclear reactor place. And yeah. the cooling towers are coming down, and I think that's what hit him. It and hit it's him. blowing up. Right. It lands on him as it's blowing up, and he's like, oh, no. He didn't even do like this thing where he shook off and was like, yeah. oh. He was just like, oh, crap, I'm not on that truck still. Right. Landing A building landing on me doesn't even really bother me. <laughs> Uh, but the problem is, is that during this chase, the extraction device has gotten damaged. So now they're fucked. Yeah. They can't inject her with the... Uninject her with... With the, the uninjector. Virus thing or whatever. It's it's an... It, you have to inject somebody to uninject them. That, that's how this thing works. It's like a backpack dialysis machine or something. I'm not really sure. Uh, or just a virus vacuum. Yeah, virus vacuum. <laughs> Old BB. <laughs> You know, you can get those at Walmart for about 25 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Right. They should have just gone there. Um, instead, he they're like, well, I guess we're going to have to kill her. And he, Hobbs is like, no, I got one more idea. My brother in Samoa. Or Kauai. That's where they actually oh, shot, they shot that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, it was beautiful scenery. It's freaking beautiful. And I kind of wonder how many of these people are actually related to... Dwayne? Dwayne the Rock The guy Johnson. that plays his brother's Mallory, so not him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I kind of, okay, so this is the point where when we get introduced to the brother, and then. Who Hobbs and uh, the brother have a, like a, like they're, they're down, they're on the outs. They're not yeah. down with each other right yeah. now. Yeah. But then you're looking at everybody else in this scene, and you're like, shouldn't that guy over there with the huge muscles and the right? two, uh, like kind of a shaved side of his head. Shouldn't that guy, he looked way more like The Rock, right? Yeah. And yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like, and then there's this other guy. Little dude. Little dude. Like, yeah. no. No. I did not buy that for a second. It made me mad. Huh. Huh. All right. Well, Jonah is his name, and he is a super mechanic. He used and he's to- carrying the wind. <laughs> Wait, no, that was Jonas. Yeah. My name is Jonas. Uh, okay. You left us homeless. Thanks for running out on us when my dad was taken to prison. <laughs> That's terrible, That's, Jackie. Oof. Man. 
I just summed it up. Okay. There we go. Yeah. We're ready to roll now. Singing the plot. Um, <laughs> he is a super mechanic because back in the day he used to run a chop shop, and now he has gone legit and has like one of those West Coast custom places. Yeah, he's he got, exports cars from Samoa. <laughs> he's got weird cars, which qualifies him for super science. Right, he can repair <laughs> and a three D printer. Uh, a virus vacuum. He knows how to do that because he can fix anything because he works on cars. <laughs> so why fix does it, anything? Well, and you know he's got his three D printer and stuff there, right? But you know when they open this thing up, it's not that fucking complex, right? It's like a couple of parts. The that he needs a three D printer, virus vacuum. Yeah. And oh, I bet you it's much in. more complex than that because if we see what happens, needles go in and start sucking up just the virus. Now it ignores her blood cells. Uh, everything else, uh, just yeah. these little black cubes that say snowflake virus on them. <laughs> it's super, it's pretty complex machinery. Yeah. Jax. I don't know. It just seemed to take him a really long time and it didn't seem like that complex of a machine. Oh yeah. They, they he needs like uh, something like 24 hours to, to repair this thing. And because they've got tracking on everything, uh, Brixton's on his way to Samoa. So they need to take that time to set up a battle strategy. Yep. Right, because Grandma has gotten rid of all of the guns. Yep, there's no guns. So now they only have traditional Samoan weapons. But they've got something on their side. Hattie stole one of their gun gloves. Yep, to make the guns work. Which is what, like, not bad guys have. They have guns that can only be activated by them. Activations, let's just say. Right, which is what you want to have. On the consumer market, but not in the supervillain market. Because who cares, right? Yeah. Oh, no, my gun shot some people while they were getting gas. I don't care. I'm a fucking supervillain. Yeah. I don't give a shit. When you arm henchmen, you just want the guns to shoot bullets, kind of regardless of the situation. Right, at any target. And maybe part of it is that they were having problems with their henchmen taking the guns home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they were losing too much inventory, and they're like, look, we're going to go to this activated glove thing because you fuckers are stealing all the guns and ammo. Then yeah. they just take the activation gloves, and too. The, and then Pete <laughs> says to Steve, wait, so we made the guns code-locked so that people wouldn't take them home and then gave them the codes? Right. And Steve's like, yeah, I didn't get that part either. We are the most, uh, we're the Illuminati Corporation. Yeah. We're the most powerful organization. How did you get to be the most powerful? You guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, guys. How is that? Uh... No, get out of here, boss. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys want to go mad? mad? Dude, I got, last night I got mad fucked up. <laughs> mad fucked up. Did, did you guys like my code gloves? Those were pretty neat, right? Yeah. Oh, those, those were totally Matt and Steve's idea. Yeah, Pete and Steve have been Pete looking for Steve, yeah. Pete and Steve have been looking for new jobs for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyways, so she's got the power glove, and the, it, which means that she can hack into it from a computer that has a CRT monitor that's been it's like an Apple II. Um, she can hack into this glove and then send out a pulse signal to wipe out all of their guns. So now the bad guys don't have guns either. Yep. Correct. For six minutes. For six minutes. So instead, everybody just works out their abs during that time. Well, you know. Sit-ups. Yeah. Crunches. Six-minute abs, you know. Leg lifts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really got to pull in that core. So they attach her to the machine. It starts pulling everything mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. 
And during this time, all and of a sudden, it's horrible too. She's not like strapped into a chair. It's a backpack. It's a back. It's, it's a, a proton blaster. It is. It's a va- virus vacuum. I ain't afraid of no virus backpack. I am pretty sure it's the tank to a super soaker with a clock on it. <laughs> um, and a bracelet. Yeah. <laughs> but also, this is the point where the attack starts. It is nighttime, mm-hmm. so that they can have a real cool fire thing, and it's right, gonna right, look right. cool. Yeah. And she has to be on there for, what, 33 minutes? Something like that. Yeah. And then this fight starts happening, and I guess that lasts for about 12 hours because right. now it's lunch. Uh-huh. But I think her clock stopped because it's only been nine minutes. Right. Nine minutes. Or the movie is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but they, B. they went ahead and that's the best they could do is it was night. Now it's day. It was and night on for screen, about three minutes. And on screen, they said, oops, it's only been... Nine minutes of movie time. <laughs> right. Uh, and it was close to nine minutes of real time, which right. is like 45 of movie time. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, they're kicking the guy's ass with uh, with uh, Samoan native weapons. They light a fire around him so they can't yeah, run away. Right. They got spears and clubs and jaggy stuff. Looks pretty cool. And The Rock has on his um, kimono. Kimono. I don't think that's what that's called. No. What is it called? Kilt? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a kilt either. It's, it's an a, islander kilt. It's an islander man skirt. Yeah. Islander, islander man skirt. Yeah. That we don't know what it's called. So sure. if you guys know out there what that's called, let us know. For very tough people. Yes. Skirts for very tough people. Dude. It's warm there. I bet balls get sweaty with Oh, them. man. You I, you would have to have one. Yeah. Yeah. You would just uh, imagine the ass mayonnaise. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a island sarong for men. I wonder how many oops accidents they have when they're trying to, you know, pick up the ladies. Be like, oops. Oh, oh. no. My sarong oh, fell. Oh, no. Oopsie. <laughs> Oopsie poopsie. The, that oops that's actually sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look. Oops. My peepee's touching the tide of, side of your head. Um, that's illegal. What the fuck? Oopsie poopsie. Oopsie poopsie. <laughs> Um, so anyway, so they kick a bunch of ass and the movie's over. <laughs> um, they eventually get gun power back, but they've basically beat up all the guys anyways. But yeah. Brixton's in a chopper and grabs Hattie. They just kind of like, no, grab her. No, no, <laughs> they don't have no. guards on her. No, what happens on screen is they start the battle uh-huh. and she walks slowly <laughs> into that helicopter of her own choice. I am not fucking kidding. Yeah. She walks into that helicopter and gets in it, and it's her decision. <laughs> right. It's it does, fucking it, terrible. It does kind of seem that way because she doesn't stay in the barn where it's safe with no. everybody. She walks slowly into that <laughs> helicopter. Like she's like, I got to get out there and kick some ass and then just kind of wanders over like, yeah. all right, I'm here. Oh, hey, here's a chopper. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they set up this. It's all just set up this chopper sequence where they've got uh, – uh, Hobbs and Shaw in this cool badass uh, low rider semi truck. It's a to- it's a it's a chopped tow truck badass thing. Yeah, With yeah, a yeah. Gold chain. Right, right, right. That they've latched onto the chopper, so they're trying to pull the chopper back down. Uh, the chopper's lift. Oh, this sequence is so stupid because it's like Idris Elba's in there and he's like, "Okay, now try to lift it up." Like, right after the high, they hook on another truck to add weight to the chain, he's like, okay, now try to lift up. 
Yeah. And then he stops lifting up for a little bit so they can hook up on another Let's truck. Even... Then he tries lift the lift up the chopper again. Yeah. That's uh, so bad. How? <sighs> when they tether the chopper, I had a problem with that, too, because it was seeming like the helicopter flew towards them for it to happen when they just needed to fly off. Right. He's like, we have to attack them. And it's like, no, the person that we needed to capture got into this helicopter of her own free will. We can just leave now. Yeah, we can leave. We're out. Instead, they get into a tow truck train <laughs> hauling ass and a helicopter. Right. With nitrous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Fucking that's how they nitrous. essentially get it down. They crash the chopper with nitrous. And everyone is dead. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, now the virus is starting to spread all through Samoa. Right. And uh, she's in the goddamn chopper. They are too. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. She's got the virus backpack on. So, you know, probably if it broke during a car chase scene, right, in the factory on a car seat, it's definitely fucking cracked now. It's and not, that shit's leaking out all over the place. It's not a gentle chopper crash. No. Like, it's not like Launchpad McQuack no. landed this one. It smashes into a mountain and then tumbles down. And She doesn't have a seatbelt on, nothing. She is dead It lands on the rock because he yeah. jumps. He falls off the cliff. Right. And I guess there's a little bit of water down there, but that later in the fight scene is just a mud puddle. Right. And then the helicopter lands on top of him. <laughs> and it falls like 100 feet. They're all dead. They're all dead. Uh, one of the things that the fast franchise has always done is that they do something that is this stupid. If you wrote it down on paper uh -huh. and you always see them do something stupid on paper that explains how they have survived miraculously. There's always Brian grabbing this bar and then right. they make it and you see them make it landing using a car to break your fall. The one of my in five when they fucking jump the car off the cliff and the camera goes with it and you're like, Oh, that shit is awesome. It is super awesome. This is just people dying in a helicopter crash. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's they it. They don't show this. Nothing. It, nothing. The, the pilot guy is still alive, right? Because he's right. got to hold the gun on he her. He doesn't even have lines and he's alive. What the shit? Yeah. It's the worst helicopter crash you've seen in a movie. It doesn't explain anything. And then they cut to a spot where everybody gets up off of the ground. Right. And now the virus, the extraction, the vacuum has got it all out. So she's good to go. She no, kicks, it's, only, it's got a couple of minutes. Well, she kicks that guy's. I'm skipping a couple of minutes because I'm getting pretty, <laughs> pretty tired of this movie already. Yeah. Um, she kicks the chopper pilot's ass. Uh, Brixton's down there. Brock and or Hobbs and Shaw have to team up to fight him to compensate for his fighting predicting eyeballs. And now they fully have superpowers in their broness, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but also just in their super strength because bullets don't hurt this guy, but them punching him does. Oh, totally. They punch him in the face. Well. <laughs> it's not like anybody tried to shoot him in the head at this point, right? I mean, his, his head hasn't been replaced, so they're punching him in his weak spot. Maybe they we can't get to his butthole, Sam, to we, get the electric core. Oh, that's true. They're rebuilding him and like, maybe we should have started with his head. Yeah. Uh, done something there. I don't know. Some metal plating. Yeah. Pete was like, Steve, they're kicking the shit out of that guy. What's going on here? And he's like, I guess we didn't think that people were going to punch him in the face. Yeah. 
<laughs> we didn't think about that. Why do we work here? Why did he take his fucking helmet off? The whole time he's got this like Tron like, helmet. It's like a it's like a fucking Halo ODST it guy hel- helmet. An ODST helmet. Yeah, and it's pretty cool looking. And if I had it, I would never take it off. I no. would be like, dude, look how fucking villainous I look, guys. I'd yeah. go into the bank with it. The security guard would be like, ah, just give him the cash. And I'd be like, ha, 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 yeah. I didn't even ask for it. You'd wear it and there would be problems like there you have that weird moment side uh little side moment where it's like how is it in there it's like it's a little sweaty and i have to yell for anybody to hear me but it's awesome <laughs> it's cool um yeah he doesn't have that on so anyways they beat him up and his boss is the the six-year-old is like um fired and they, kills him <laughs> they pull the plug out of his butt <laughs> right, remotely right they kill brixton for because he Sucks because he kept he fucking up. Sucks. He hasn't won one goddamn fight this entire time. He keep they keep slipping out of his his hands. He's like, I got to get somebody better. So then he's like, Hey, you three, would you guys like a job? And they're like, No. And then Pete and Steve are like, Can we come work for you guys instead? Don't come here. Maybe. Don't work here. Yeah, I think it's I think it's the omnipotent six year old's fault who should yeah. fire himself because. The plan should have been from the beginning, kill the lady. We don't need to capture the lady. We just need to shoot her. That's it, with one bullet. Uh, no, it's don't take two laps around the building with the virus. That, just let it loose. Yeah, but instead they they kill the guy who's actually superhuman and kind of kicked a bunch of butt along the way and then achieved victory by just saying, hey, lady, how about you get on that chopper? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, so they then celebrate their victory. That's the movie, minus post-credit sequences. And there's a is, few of those. Yeah, sets up a sequel with the six-year-old uh, disembodied voice that he knows them. Helen Mirren's getting out of prison. Helen Mirren's getting out of prison, and Luke Evans, is, team up. Luke Evans is like, "Do you guys know if I'm still alive?" And Hello? I'm like, "I don't know if Hello? you're still alive." Me? Hello, over here. Uh, who are you? I'm your brother. Uh, I don't remember having a brother, so... Are you the baby guy? Yes, I am the baby brother. Literally, your baby brother. Who had the baby, I guess? I never had a baby. That was somebody else's baby on a blade. <laughs> I'm your... Oh, yeah, I remember that. We That's when I was getting, uh, getting some more peanuts. That's our mom. Yeah, I'm, I got nothing. I got I nothing. I don't know don't, who the heck you are. I don't are, know who you are. <laughs> um, and uh, then the there's a fucking... Goddamn, Ryan Reynolds sets up a, the, another sequence of the se- sequel where there's a virus that's worse than the snowflake. Okay. All right. We're going to do this again. Uh-huh. But my favorite one oh. by far, aside from the Helen Mirren, uh-huh. was where Hobbs calls Shaw because Shaw's sitting in a bar by himself, right, having a pint. And he had he has given the cops Shaw's fake name from the plane so that they would go in there and arrest him. Uh, no, he goes. He says his name is Hugh Janus. Huge. Uh huh. Hugh Janus. I'm. Uh huh. Hugh Janus. <laughs> uh, Phil McCracken. Uh huh. I was surprised. Like, I've heard of Hans. <laughs> Hans full of warmages. Uh, I had heard them all. IP freely. Yeah. And when Mike's. Mike Oxmall showed up. I was like, ooh. Mike Oxmall is really good. I didn't know that one, and I thought I knew all of these. Huge anus is your, like, oh, that sets up, whoa, people are going to lose their shit. I was like, 
huge anus. It's very That's the best you got. It's yeah. very little kid humor, but right. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Oh, I thought it was dumb as shit. <laughs> like huge anus. Yeah, that's that's ten year old shit right there, buddy. My cock small is funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, there's the film guys. Questions from you two. If your movie is two and a half hours long, mm-hmm. should you cut one or all of the six music videos that are in it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. That's my biggest sin of this film. There's six fucking music videos yeah. in it. Yeah. They don't need to be long montages. They don't even need to be there at all. No. No. Really what happens is a lady puts some stuff in her. They find the lady. They go to Moscow to get the device, and then they go to Samoa. That's yeah. pretty much the whole movie. Huh. I liked it. No, I'm it's fine that you liked it. I'm I just like saying the... that they can cut a lot of it and really, God, again, the mar- the, it's such a Marvel clone. It's got post-credit sequences, superheroes, and it's shooting for a two-and-a-half-hour runtime. And talking about men in ties making bad decisions and how Hollywood's full of idiots... They made a billion dollars a year with this block for four years mm-hmm. doing exactly the opposite of what Disney was doing. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Make your Fast and the Furious franchise. Make Don't make Marvel movies. Universal, you make your own movies. Right. That's why we watched them. That's why you made the money. You didn't need to copy them. They were trying to figure out how to keep up with you, and the only way to do it was if you copied them. <laughs> Uh, Jackie, question? No. No, no. I think I'm. I think I'm good on this one too. I don't. I mean, other than what the fuck were they thinking? How long did the Rock get on that ass? Because I bet yeah. it was for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, sequel. I you, hope so. Sam says no. It's there's. Here's the thing. It's Sam. not that there. Won't, it's Hollywood. They only make sequels now. I know, but that's the thing is that it won't sequel isn't the right word. So. The fast business will continue. They won't give up on this hiccup financially. Right. Will it be a direct sequel to these storylines? Hobbs and Shaw too. I don't think so. You're not going to see Hobbs and Shaw and Hattie and Helen Mirren too. It just didn't make enough money. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's interesting because Universal's got plenty of money to play with. They do. I hope they do it. If it was Disney, they wouldn't. We'll see what Universal does. Disney would just clip this right now. Jackie, let's let's put you have one option. You either get the full bold bro stock on the next one and no Hobbs and Shaw 2 or there's never another fast movie and there's Hobbs and Shaw 2. Which are you going to take? I'm going to get the three bold bros together. Yeah, you got to you got to go with the fast franchise. Yeah, just they they need the, to bring That's what we want. They need to bring Toretto back. We want the family. The yeah. thing is, is that he's got charisma. Mm-hmm. He has that it. Yeah. Whatever and, it and is. And so does everybody else, too. Yeah. Uh, Ludacris is great. Um, obviously, uh, 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 Natalie Emanuel or whatever, Natalie Emanuel from Game of Thrones. Yeah, the, she's hot as hell. Uh, the hot one. Um, and, uh, you know, even of uh, 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 Rodriguez. Oh, she's, she's great. I she's love her in everything. She's great in the Fast franchise. Um, you need... You need the family. You need the family. Yeah. So. And, you know, maybe in the next one, because it's a, a more badass virus, the family will get involved. And, you know, from a, from a money standpoint, when we were in 
seven and it was like the fastest to a billion dollars that a movie had ever been or something right. like that. And remember how we were like, you saw a person from every walk of life. Right. It was like, this has fans of every type and every kind. And one of the reasons it did is because it never forgot about cars. Right. This one fucking forgot, forgot about, about cars. cars. There's one chase sequence and then there's some customs at the end that aren't. I mean, hey, we're doing the we're doing the hard shifting, guys. Remember that from the fast franchise? Yeah. No, you forgot about the cars. Um, so final recommendations from me. I'll start on this one. I still say, yeah, um, it's it's just okay. It's just okay. It has its moments, um, but it also has its really short, big shortcomings, and it also has some really good filmmaking in it from uh, the director. But uh, uh, Universal stuck their fucking fingers in it, and they they pulled a 20th Century Fox here, and they yeah. fucked up their franchise, their own shit, by being like, oh well, we want to do. Um, but still go see it. Um, fine. wait for the dollar theater. Yes. It's a dollar theater. Do, but, uh, it's a dollar theater. Do for me, Sam dollar theater. Do dollar theater. Uh, do. I think if it wasn't a fast movie, I would have loved how stupid I would be like, Oh man, this is hot steaming shit. Right. But because it's a fast movie and because it's just like fast light, mm-hmm. it's just shitty versions of fast stuff. And it, it sucks. And it disappoints me that the franchise went there. It's still a dollar theater. Do. Yeah. Jackson. I'm saying a full price due. <laughs> I really liked it. I laughed my ass off. I enjoyed every minute of it. And yes, I will give it that it is not the Fast franchise. Mm. But for a spinoff on its own, it's one of the better ones I've seen. Because most spinoffs, I'm like, oh my God, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. But this one kept my attention. I thought it was funny. Um, it had a lot of really good one-liners in it. Michael Cox. Yeah. And uh, Michael Oxmall. Yeah, Michael Mike Oxmall. Oxmall. Um. And, you know, I, I really felt like it was cool. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I One thing that we didn't really mention is I think it could have been super cool because it is different from the Fast franchise. Yeah. And I don't necessarily have a problem with, with trying something different and separating the two rather than just cloning them. But what they tried to do was a clone. Um, but there is this hint that they were trying to separate and almost make a heist movie. But yeah. then they forgot to make the heist movie. That's it. Tried to do so many things, it didn't do any of them at all. Right. So and yeah, just missed opportunity. It could have been because it, it's core. It's just a buddy picture, mm-hmm. and it even barely got there on that. Barely got there on that. But yeah. Either way, that's your uh, that's your movie this week. Uh, we got one streaming do's and don't this week a, on Amazon Prime. Hey, guess what, Jax? You didn't watch this one. <laughs> um, <sighs> Starring Oliver Gruner in Angel Town. Uh, Sam, tell us about Oliver Gruner. The uh, I'll, I'll give you some backup music. <laughs> I think Oliver Gruner is more like. Yeah, he's like, he's like a Terminator dude. Were, oh. you, were you working with Pete and Steve earlier? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was. That's a Pete and Steve move right there. Yeah. Well, Pete and Steve don't fuck things up. They just stand by the water cooler <laughs> and don't do anything, and it'll never be their fault. Right. You're true. Uh, Oliver Gruner was French Special Forces, then Championship Kickboxer, and then he did movies. Nemesis, I think, is his biggest deal that he ever did. And uh, his first movie, though, is this one. Angel Town. Angel Town, which is supposed to be about L.A., but they're obviously not in L.A. Right, very much not. And it's... Gang violence, gang stuff. It's a movie about... I liked it because of how, one... He does a really good job of making contact look good. 
Yeah. No, I making content. I think he kicked a bunch of people in the face. He man. kicked people in the face, but he also <laughs> like. You see these early, someone of uh, the really low early end karate movies, not like time wise or in in like eighties, nineties, but like someone's first movie, mm-hmm. and you know that a lot of people in on this are kind of on the front end of their career. They're not getting the angles right. I could tell that he was adjusting what he was doing with himself to make it look good. Yeah, yeah. And or I, I, he also just was kicking people, in the and face. he was kicking people in the face sometimes. Yeah. And then I also liked that it the story was like incomprehensibly stupid. It was super stupid. This gang of like he comes into town and they're like, "Hey man, you look stupid." And he's like, "I don't want any trouble, guys." Well, you trouble's found you, bro. And karate fight, karate fight, and the thing all ex- escalates. Just one of those movies. It's basically even stupider than that because yeah. the setup is. After having sex with a lady in a graveyard, he goes to college. <laughs> right. And he's like 35. Right. Oh. <laughs> and he's at college, and they're like, well, you got here late. All the houses are gone, and he has to live in the bad end of town. Right. And so <laughs> when he goes to the bad end of town, the gangs are like, we're either killing you or you're one of us. That's how it is. And he's like, I just want to go to college. But wait, you're going to fight me? And then he stops going to college all the way. Completely. And then funds a war against the gangs because he's spending a lot of money. He is. And gets like little Chinatown in on it. Uh And it's the guy from uh, Never Too Young to Die. Correct. And Big Trouble Little China. I can never remember his name. Uh, But he like funds a war instead of going to college. Correct. (laughs) And then when he finally beats up everybody. Well, he actually beats up. He kills a couple he of kills people. kills quite a few guys, dude, and just leaves them in the street. <sighs> like, all right, well, the gang war's over. What about these bodies? I don't care. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to bed. He's like, I, you know what? I don't think I'm in college anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going back to that graveyard to have sex with that lady again, because that was my life before this. <laughs> this is a weird movie. It's super weird. Um. I kind of thought it was a little slow here and there. I'm still going to give it a do, but it's a barely do for it's, me. It's, I liked it as a do. Okay. Uh, next week, it's your pick, Sam. Have you thought of what it's going to be yet? God damn it. <laughs> I have not. I have thought about it, and I have forgotten it again. Okay. All right. Well, we'll surprise you guys. Uh, Jackie, final thoughts? Want to say bye? You want to do a get to the shopper? We haven't done one in a while. Um, I just... Hi. I'm still here. <laughs> okay. I just got left out of the last 15 minutes of the podcast. It was three minutes that we talked about <laughs> Oliver Gruner. It was Oh, my God. You guys just minutes. thrown on and on. <laughs> so I guess, you know, we should just get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.